You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerddux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to be able to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Spartan! All your base are belong to us. Oh, I judge! It's a trap nine thousand! Let's walk to Benefist! Leave Benny alone! Leroy! The balls are inert. And now it begins. Alright guys, and we're live um, on the Twitch and YouTube, Nerd Snow Media. This is episode 63. Guys, welcome to the show. How's, how's your week? Start with Bryn. It was pretty good. Um, because it was Bank Holiday Monday and I had, and I worked because I worked the weekend, I only started working this week today. So it's been, it's been pretty good. Nice. Keen? Nice yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, we've been sort of just getting out as much as we can to the dog park with uh, Prim because she is moving like a speeding bullet and now she can actually race the dog to catch the ball. Oh, well. <laughs> we could start putting bets on her. <laughs> race we them. have. Race them. <laughs> you need to get another one so you can race them. That's the, that's the, that's, that's the, that's the big secret. And that's the, that's the trick. Get on a key. <laughs> exactly. Get on a key. What are you doing? Another, another dog or another Prim? Don't worry about it. Whichever one comes first. (laughs) (laughs) That's a race in and of itself. Katie, how are you doing? I, no, I'm mostly good, but I'm at the point now where I don't know what time is anymore. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Um, Like my sleep schedule is non-existent and podcasting is keeping me sane. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, you guys actually, yeah. you you guys have a podcast in the in the work, and it's uh, it's very good. I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, so, um, if you guys want to talk about that real quick before we bring in Kev, yeah, sure. Uh, we've got a new show coming out. Uh, it's called the Game Corner. It's going to be me chatting uh, first of all with Katie in the, this week's episode, and then possibly new guests to the channel every week uh, about the kind of games we've been playing while we're all locked in our homes and such. And uh, Dara was, ha- was kind enough to help edit, and the artist Keith Byrne has no work. So that'll all be coming out over the next few days, and we're really excited to get started. Cool. I've listened to it. Um, spoilers, it's very, very good. Um, <laughs> and, uh, 
I, I enjoyed it. I, I feel kind of bad because like whenever I listen to Lisa's podcast or like one that has structure, I'm like, we just talk crap and that's it. <laughs> no, no, you guys actually do. You guys actually have all this work done and here we're like, yeah, we're going to talk about the Simpsons or whatever. And it's just kind of, I feel bad because like Lisa's <laughs> like, yeah, I spent four hours doing the show. I'm like, you spent four hours doing the show? Why? You know, it's just, well, I mean, this is this is the flagship. This is kind of the let's talk about whatever show anyway. That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's yeah. Fair. And like I because I've been planning this for a few weeks and like I went to Lisa and I go, oh, like, what's your process? And she gave me this like 13 message essay <laughs> on how she struck. And I was like, oh, God, I'm out of my depth. <laughs> which is why it's been five weeks in development because it's to get over that panic attack and you come here it's like what are we talking about what are we talking about uh simpsons okay cool all right let's go <laughs> let's go so yeah no that's I, um you guys have the art done on that so once the art is done um we'll kind of figure out a day that for it to be posted so i guess everybody yeah just keep an it's eye being on inked at the moment i've checked in with them Very cool. um and kev how is your kind of brainstorming uh show coming along it's brainstorming <laughs> it's coming it's happening over it's Is happening it 13, I'm about. 13 pages brainstorming it's brainstorming <laughs> <laughs> i'll you know i'll think about it more when final fantasy 7 remake lets me go <laughs> i want those 13 pages and i want them now and pictures of spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yeah before we get to well, the now i have to go outside <laughs> Everybody gets one, remember? It was just flying by, it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it's we have a lot going on on the, the feed or the network now as it's slowly becoming. So yeah, if you guys are interested, go over to nerdthnowmedia.com and all the shows, there's a lot now. Um, so yeah, that's what we're kind of getting Oh, here, up. actually, before we kind of get into the... This is the first time we're chatting since we did our first American appearance, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was like, I, I talked with um, the guys in Anime, Con, uh, Anime Lockdown Con and they're saying that uh, apparently that we can post our panel, but I want to kind of wait until they post it and then we'll cross post it on the mm. platforms. But yeah, uh, that was super yeah. fun. Bryn, you missed out. You missed out on all the weeb goodness. Yeah. <laughs> the chat was very entertaining. I have to say, uh, Kev, your mate was hilarious. It was very hard to keep a straight face. Craig, Craig, <laughs> Craig is an interesting boy that uh, wants me. I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I saw that they posted something on on the page about lessons they learned, and there was a whole big paragraph about lewdness. And I'm like, that's just probably that's... because of what was said on the chat. And I'm uh, like. Yeah, he's... I'm like maybe maybe I don't tell him about it next time. <laughs> Your friend Craig now has like has like a rule named after him. Basically, I was reading through. I'm like, these are all the things he said. Yeah. Thanks to me, now there's a warning. Now there's a warning. Exactly. Rule number six: Don't be Craig. <laughs> don't be Craig. <laughs> Listen, that's a rule I've been living my life for the past six years. So like, yeah, a good one to have on the books. Sadly, I don't think there's a re replay of the chat. But all I can say is it was graphic, and we can't repeat it, or we'll be kicked off the radio. When this goes out in Phoenix, so. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought, oh, the chat was great, crack. Like, I love how people were chiming in with like all their recommendations and Everyone all their. Everyone else in the chat was very pleasant. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> yeah. experience. I do. I feel bad though because there's probably a lot of people now that have downloaded Doki Doki Literature Literature Club because of our panel. No man, spread yeah, the and, love. I'm feeling good about that. <laughs> we would just like to say in advance, we're so sorry. <laughs> no, no, that was that was interesting welcome. about the panel because like it was. First of all, we spent the first half an hour recommending it, and then in the chat, people were like, "Oh, this," and we kind of had to go, "Well, well maybe actually, not. <laughs> like, hold on, what we spoil? Hold on, what we spoil? It was, the, it was a self-defeating panel. 
Mm. And it was. It was one of those things where we're like, hey, watch out. And then, but it was funny because everyone was kind of like um, going after Katie, going, why don't you like visual novels? You guys hate visual novels. I'm like, no, I don't hate visual novels. But you know what, though? I felt like such a noob because I, didn't, I couldn't figure out how to actually open the chat box until like 20 minutes before the end. And oh, like, just I, as well. I had missed everything because the chat doesn't backlog. It just no. goes from when you open it. Yeah. So everyone was saying, oh, people are saying really nice things about you and like asking you questions. And I, you know, they probably feel like I was just ignoring them because I'm such a noob. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, it, 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 I was, I didn't know what to expect. Obviously when you do panels, the crowd interaction is like the main thing. Mm. Um, but I think it was, no, it was very good. Now we apologize for some of the echo and technical issues. Like this headset didn't even work. And I don't know why it didn't work, but I had to use the, the crappy one and that, you know, but look, we did it. We managed to work it, and Brittany missed oh, I, out. You I really had did. to drop out of that Discord call dozens of times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Your, your like, little icon just kind of blinked in and out of like, existence. Just like my internet connection was having an absolute fit. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It, I going to bed at like half two in the morning was something I haven't done outside of watching wrestling in a while. So. Oh man, I didn't go to bed till like well after four. I was just oh, so I were, were wired. You were riding that the high. Yeah, I was. I was riding that high. Yeah. <laughs> Heart a flutter. Oh man, it was it yeah. was good crack. And I have to say, like we managed to pull it together. Fair play for Kev for helping out. I I kind of left it at the last minute and forgot that we had to do slides. <laughs> and I was just like, oh yeah, that's a thing that needs to be done. Crap. Um, but we got there. So yeah, we'll try to have it up soon. Um, the interview with with um. Actually, myself and Bryn did an interview with the dev of um, Tech Support, Error Unknown, there during the week, which is up on our YouTube oh, yeah. channel. And that's going to go up on the feed soon. Then the panel will eventually go up on the feed. So there's a lot of backlog, but what it's yeah, and the John Paul Nelson that's up there now, yeah. That's what, that's that should be up there. If it's not, it, it yeah. should be dropping tomorrow. Um, but I say, look, the best place to get it is on the YouTube channel because that's where everything goes first. On the tubes. On the tubes. If you're not streaming it there right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a lot coming, and we've been very busy. So I'm, I'm only one person. I can only do so much. Um, so yeah, S- send your hate to Bryn. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, no. No, no, no. It's only because you're not on Facebook, and it's so difficult to contact you. <laughs> he doesn't even deny it. He's like, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I know. I know. I'm only playing. Not really, though. Um, I bet he's still watching the chat. I bet Brian is actually above our chat, like Homer above Flame and Moe's, just like watching us going, "You fools!" Well, look, we've talked. We've talked trash for ten minutes. So let's let's actually get in. Let's actually get into the 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 meat and potato of this, right? So initially, I was going to I was going to suggest we break this into two parts because I really wanted to enjoy season three and talking about it because there's just there's so much in it and this is the first the first episode uh, series of Simpsons that feels like the Simpsons yeah yeah like it actually has everything in it that you're like yeah this is why the Simpsons is great also no less than four Stanley Kubrick references (laughs) there's four Uh, there's probably more can you name them uh, there's, yeah, so the first one is the beginning of 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's like in one of the 30 episodes. Yeah. Uh, there is one from, there's, I think there's two from Clockwork Orange, but one I can remember is the Sans Little Helper one. Yeah, really the good. eyes open. Yeah. Yeah. 
the most recent one I saw there um, is in the last episode with another 2001 Space Odyssey reference, and that's with the couch where he goes through the, the tunnel. Where he's um, going to the speed of light, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's another one which I cannot place, but I know it is in there. I think it's a uh, Citizen Kane one. So, no, Dara, not, not are you Kane, um, are you watching The Simpsons like with a notepad? Yeah, <laughs> I said I was going to, and I did. <laughs> oh but oh my god, I I feel so bad. I literally just throw it on in the background, and I'm like, "Yep, that's good," and let's go do something yeah, else. <laughs> we watch it while we're like eat, having breakfast or whatever. Like it's a. Uh, there's a fifth one actually in brackets. Right at the start of season four, Bart dresses up like the main character from Clockwork Orange in the Treehouse of Horror. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, yeah. From Alex the Large. But there is... Um, or just the launch. I don't know. Is this the launch? I don't know. Anyway, someone correct me. Um, yeah. Nerdtonomedia at gmail.com. But no, seriously. I, like, usually what I do is I watch The Simpsons anyway as my chill down. Mm. You know, if I'm doing something else, it's on in the background. So I actually actively watched it. And I'm like, this is so much better. Because I've, I've already like four or five levels deep into this. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no. This time, because like I had it, like I kind of on and off watch it, like paying attention. This time, mm-hmm. so I had like I had a couple of episodes on while I was just reorganizing things in my room, just kind of half paying attention. But then the softball episode came up, and I had to just put down whatever thing I was moving. I'm like, I, <laughs> this is this is too good to just not have to yeah. pay attention to. I, you know, I, I I got halfway through it, well, more than halfway through it there last night, and I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna make it. So I I stuck it on there before the show, and I started off at um, Colonel Homer. And I haven't seen like the the end part of it in a while because I said when I stick them on, I'd usually start at the beginning and then get halfway through before bed or whatever. Um, but there are some. There's a really weak one just before like one of the best ones, uh, which is Bart friends falls in love. Not great. Um, but then I had. Oh, I'm so no. I I gotta disagree. I love Homer building up his word vocabulary. That's one of my favorite jokes yeah, from when I, I know I know it has a really good one but the actual overall story isn't that great it's it got does a great have, B plot for a weak A plot yeah but it does have fl- uh, what flying nuns yeah it has some really <laughs> cool references that are just really weird um, but the latter part as well also has like the auto show the auto show which is one of my favourite episodes and I totally forgot about it because of all the spine tap references mm. uh, Black Widower which is fantastic uh, it actually is like super good um, yeah, I don't know. I'm jumping around a lot, guys. Um, you, 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 you talk first. Keen, what did you think? <laughs> can we can we open with some controversy? It's oh. yeah, of course. I'm oh, glad I'm, yeah. not, I'm glad I'm not the one who's saying it. Well, I mean, I just want to get in there before you start. Um, like, <laughs> it's uh, I went to an episode list to refresh my memory before we started this podcast. Yes. And there was one called Stark Raving Dad. I was like, oh, I don't remember watching that one. Which one is it? How do you they've forget cut, that one? They've cut the Michael Jackson one from Disney+. Plus. They of course did. they have. Because, they're, would, f- because yeah, they're f- say that. Well, I started it on, uh, is it Lisa Goes to Washington or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it is? Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Yeah. And I'm looking at the, I'm actually looking at the list here. Because like I've, I've watched them, you know, just to refresh which ones are which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they didn't do the Michael Jackson one. Yeah. Don't let guys. They've done this already. When it's on replays, you can't find it. That's why I'm saying, you know, theoretically for educational purposes, go to your favorite theoretical website using your favorite theoretical browser. Of course, with a theoretical VPN and get it because you're not going to be able to get it out of your way unless you buy it legitimately. Well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that one's ingrained in everyone's memories anyway because they used to play it like almost all non-stop. The time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's like, the thing, though, right? The but here's the thing, right? In hindsight, it's kind of creepy. 
But what's worse is Michael Jackson's actual video game where his whole thing was to find kidnapped children in the Sega Mega Drive. That aged far worse. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. It actually says it here. In the wake of renewed sexual abuse allegations against Jackson, the episode was removed from syndication. Yeah, so you can't get it anymore. Wow. Yeah. So if you want like but like I wanna like what's the standard then? Because like throughout the season you had oh, Homer it's... reading a Bill Crosby book. You yeah, had, like there's, uh, see, that, there's see, not no, there's not a yeah. hold up on it. It was yeah. just the, it was just that like I think the Cosby reference was so minor it just kinda of patted. Dude, it, it, was, it wasn't though. It's like he yeah, I know, the I know, book and I'm like, yeah, you Bill Cosby, you've saved the Simpsons. Cosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, they say that and I'm like, come on, you know. It's but like my... I think it was just like the hot like the case was so high profile, in fact the episode yeah. was centered around it. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Like, uh Fox obvious and it's fucking Fox, come on. <laughs> yeah. He said a French word there for, for radio listeners. Yeah. Get ready for the last guys. <laughs> but I'm what I'm asking though is what's the line though? Because like even Mr. Burns uses like a very outdated uh, N-word when he's looking for baseball players and stuff. Like, yeah, so, like no, no, to be fair, you, do you, to be do you leave like, it all or do you like I, I would say leave it all. Honestly. Like because yeah. all the stuff is like time capsuled. And yeah. it, like, like the thing about this is, right, even in the the one I talked about uh, where Herb comes back, there's like a clip show of like stuff that happened in the late 80s that only makes sense for the late 80s. And even stuff like I was like, what, one in 1989? <laughs> so I don't remember. <laughs> but going back, you're like, oh, this makes kind of sense. And I think removing this stuff, it's like you're killing the context of the show. Well, I yeah. Mean- I mean, you, know? you can you can keep it all, but I would probably do a Looney Tunes on it, and you know, have a disclaimer. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. One hundred percent. That's that makes sense. Like what you're referring to there, Keen. Like that's the way Mr. Burns would talk, would refer yeah, to like, things. Like, he makes these that's... weird references to leagues that aren't even a thing anymore. Like all those players are dead, or in leagues that weren't there in time of segregation. You're like, it's funny because it's so ridiculous. So, you know, it's like, oh, I agree, it's funny. Know? I just think it's really weird that it isn't a consistent like standard. I think Katie is the right idea. Just put a disclaimer and then don't like edit it or anything well, like well, that. What they're, what they're starting to do now in the in the Simpsons when you watch it on Sky or Channel Four is worse, man. I'm gonna call out Channel Four. I'm gonna call you out Channel Four. Just edit the show. They just hack it. They get a big mallet and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna." To one point, there's the bit with the the, you know, where you're where the hillbillies have the the brothel in the back of their their back of their thing, and it's like a cut. Oh, where, so where do you yeah. keep the prostitutes? Out back, yeah. Brown and they back. cut it where it's just like, where do you keep the? And then it's, cut. it's like, if you're going to yeah. do it, at least cut it properly. I'll edit. I'll edit the show for you for free. Yeah. But so like, just do it properly. Actually, is, is, uh, is Do you ever see the? Show? Robin's episode, it's the, the, there's a bit where there's a Quentin Tarantino, Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, and they cut that It too. gets two, na- two seconds into Itchy doing a dance and it just cuts to Lisa yeah. laughing. Why not just lift the whole bit? But the ho- see, I but, mean, don't, but why do it that way? Like, no, but like the thing about it is, it's like the context of the joke is it's a commentary on the violence of the society and then he's it's, killed. Because yeah, that's it's what hilarious. Tarantino it, says. Yeah, yeah it's it, it, like... It, oh, for example, just to break from it, it's like the people who are upset with Robbie Down, Robert Downer Jr. being in Tropic Thunder at the moment. It's like I've one, seen that post. It's like, yeah, again, that's yeah. renewed re- lately. It's like one, yeah. you're, one, you're like ten years too late, and two, that is the point of the character. That's yeah. the joke. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like, that's to, the to joke. Cope with fame, that's there was the a joke. Reaction is because this was a commentary on a white actor 
doing blackface. Exactly. That yeah. is the actual joke that's said in the movie. And yeah. I'm like, listen, I'm all for people being upset about things. I like being a contrarian. I'm a libertarian for Christ's sake, right? Hmm. Um, and it's like, at least have logic for what you're saying. At least be upset about something that makes sense. Not just garbage, <laughs> you know? But yeah, anyway, sorry, that's a rant over. <laughs> Bottom line, blackface and child sex abuse aren't cool. No, they're not cool. And if they're going to be, if they're going to be in your show, at least put up, like leave the, co- the context makes sense. But have a warning up, as Katie said. That's the thing that makes more sense. I mean, chan- even like Sorry, Channel Four are known for for you know editing things out, and they've recently uh, they've acquired all of the seasons of Scrubs. All oh my god, all that, eight, all eight seasons of bits. Scrubs. But this is the thing, actually, because I've been watching it and they don't. They just put really? a disclaimer that says this isn't suitable for younger viewers and they've left everything <laughs> intact. But see, the thing about The Simpsons is it's not suitable for kids. We just saw, like, for example, me and Brian are huge wrestling fans. We watched wrestling during the Attitude Era mm. where there was a, a man who uh, w- was a satanic cult leader. There was uh, a woman who gave birth to a hand. There was, uh, you know, all these things that we shouldn't have been exposed to. One of the most, one of the, one of the most uh, referenced parts of that was puppies, where a man would scream puppies after time he saw a woman and would say horrible things on commentary. Which, in hindsight, you're like, oh my Christ, why was he saying this? And we watched this as children. Not to mention the graphic violence. It was the 90s. It was the 2000s. Like, come on. You know. I think in all these cases, context is important. Like earlier, you said Mr. Burns is Mr. Burns is outdated, and that's the point of the joke. So I think when when people start editing these things, first it's policing your own sensibilities, which I don't like. And secondly, if you ignore the context in which a joke exists, like the Robert Downey Jr. thing. Mm. Then you're not even be representing media fairly, you know. Exactly. Like there's um even watching, I, I'm I love the Amanda Show. Um, if you ever see anything on the Amanda <laughs> Show, it's but I realized that the Amanda Show has influenced my sense of humor like way more than I thought it did because mm. I you know with it's like pretty much Monty Python, but it's the thing I saw before I saw Monty Python. Um, you know the uh, the obscure comedy and references. dancing lobster like oh, drinking just, juice out of a sumo wrestler's tummy. There's a lot of python in there. Oh, yeah, the, like, the, 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 I cannot explain why totally Kyle is the funniest thing. Oh, it's, it's hilarious, <laughs> but it is <laughs> complete complete non sequitur. Sorry, and like that's the whole point of it. But like Dan Schneider made that right, and Dan Schneider's been into some really you know questionable stuff, and he he has been influential oh, no. in all these shows, right? So like. What do you do with that? Like, do you just not watch it again? Or do you, you know, it's, it's, it's got to do with the whole separating the art from the artist. And it's mm. something that when we're going through old media, we have to really kind of paint it. But my opinion of it would be put a warning up or at least be aware or don't, don't you know, glorify the person who did it. But if they're in it, it's like, it's like the whole Chris Benoit thing again. Bryn, everything is wrestling. Why is everything wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, it's like Chris Benoit. You know, like, WWE have removed him from history, but he's still in the matches. You know, if you're watching a match that he's in, they don't cut the match. It's still there because it happened, but they don't glorify him. And I think that's probably the better way to do it. Sorry, literally everything is wrestling. Watch our panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in mind, though, I think with, uh, with something like Star Graving Dad not be. Or, uh, start raving dad not being on Disney Plus is you have to remember this is the same company that you cannot find a digital copy of Song of the South yeah. anyway yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and can, someone who's actually seen Song of the South it's like I, 
It's, it's boring, but yeah, it's, look, I'm not sure if I'd call it offensive. I wouldn't call it like Song of the South is like you know I went to Disneyland pretty much a lot, like what mm. ten times or something during the Celtic Tiger. My family mm. loved Disney. I can I know all the songs. All these songs. Song of the South is a movie that I've seen a lot as a kid. It's yeah. hella, It's so boring. It's yeah. unbelievable. What's Except, what's the bit? The thing the kid says, uh, like they're being entertained by the clock. Yeah. Oh, when the when the two hands strike the top, watch out! <laughs> but like the whole point of it is, it builds up to that whole why the stories are so good. It's because life there yeah. is so boring and terrible. Again, like you know. You have to be free to tell your stories because if not, then we're going to have the same stories and it's not going to be fun for anybody, you know. But mm. look, Michael Jackson, I don't want to touch that with a 10 foot pole. I would say if you want to go for something, go for his weird game that really aged badly because <laughs> that's oh man, <laughs> that's a word, right? But look, the episode itself, I found myself skipping a lot of it because like there were some cool, um, one flew over the cuckoo's nest jokes in it, yeah. but mm. it wasn't really that great of an episode, in my opinion. What do you guys think? Well, I always find that Lisa heavy episodes aren't very good anyway. There's loads of this. It's not even how preachy she gets. It's just she's kind of boring anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like she has like three or four episodes of her in this and it's still surprisingly watchable season, but there definitely are respites. Mm. Mm. It, it's kind of like it always feels like with Lisa, it's filler. Yeah. And, and that's, that's and fair. I, I would respectfully disagree. I love uh, Lisa goes to Washington to bits. I think it's excellent. It is great. It is great. I think it has it has a great message. It's very um, season two. It's very season two. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's, I think, I think that's, it's, that's kind of a recurring thing. I feel like yeah. the first couple of episodes of a season are always kind of probably the leftover writers room stuff from the last season. Yeah. Mm. No, definitely. Kind of like, like, there's always yeah. gonna be a bit of a cycle through there. Yeah. When Flanders sails, that's probably, sales that's probably, a, pro- that's probably a production thing. That's probably some sort of production layover. Uh, completely out of lost words. <laughs> just, just like a yeah, like, product of kind of the production of it. Yeah, like the, the, until about until about Treehouse of Horror, or even Saturdays of Thunder. That's when you start getting modern. Not sorry, not modern. You start getting good Simpsons, right? That's when you start getting like yeah. what people feel as the golden age. Because they've really hit all the cylinders. Like I really like Bart mm. the Murderer. I think that's fantastic. Oh, oh that's yeah. excellent. I love like, that Tony's analogy for like you know bread. steal bread to save your family. But what if they don't like bread? What if they like cigarettes? <laughs> like... See, his first mistake there was raw bread is the best thing you we can have. <laughs> so, so if a truck full of bread does go missing, we'll know where to look. You know where it is. Well, it's look, it's either me or Lisa. To be fair, yeah. she probably <laughs> don't stash at Lisa's house. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> That woman, God bless her. She understands my love of bread. Uh, so it's, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I like, uh, there's a few. We broke. Just, just take a moment. Just breathe. A moment. Right, while, while he's while he's having a moment, what do you think of when Flanders failed? Because I remember loving that one growing up. It's a great episode. I love. Yeah, the, I love the story in it. I think. Like watching it back now, it's not as funny as I remember it being. It's very look. To be fair, there's one or two episodes in this where it's like this is pretty dark. We're, we don't have Homer Homer suicide, but we have yeah. some dark moments. You know, they, like, do, that's, they, that's they, I think they probably caught that and realized maybe we should stop having this guy try to kill himself every season. But, a lot of marital, <laughs> a lot of marital problems in this season, though. Yeah, well yeah, deserved. Yeah, though. Like, I think 
definitely, yeah, when Flanders failed, again, feels like another one kind of like was a layover from the last season mm. because what we were saying about the last two seasons, mm. there was always a kind of an ounce of tragedy in it. Yeah. That yeah. kind of definitely has that vibe more than most of the other episodes that come after in this season. It has one of the most sinister... Actually, when mm. I was watching this again in my notepad, I wrote this down and it's like, there's one bit that feels really family guyish or mm. American dadish, and it's where he's eating the burger. But it also feels very South Park. Like, oh, when like he shot. starts choking on it, like... Oh, yeah, no, when yeah. he's eating it, and whatever way it's shot, it feels like something that those series has took. More so uh, South okay. Park, actually, when you're watching, you're like, this feels really like a South Park moment. And it's just weird. It's just the one thing that came to my mind. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And, like, um, but I think... Um, this whole of season two is kind of the early ones. Like, it's, I think, what's, what was the other one? Like, Father Like Clown? I really that was I very... I love do. that one, but it's very, very tragic. Like, for me, I, that's when Krusty actually becomes a character. I like it, but it's very boring. I have to be in the mood for it. I, don't I know. Okay. I, I'd, I'd watch fair. that one most times. Like, the, the whole sequence where Bart's trying to out... Like, yeah, uh, like, it's good. Like, there's, there's, I think there's some good scenes in it. It's, no, yeah. And there's some really good jokes in it, you know, where it's just like... You know, oh, we do a, we do a radio show together. Really? Oh, it's the talk of the playground. <laughs> it's just like, it it's just, there's like little bits that are great. Like even the, the boring episodes. Gabin with God. Gabin with God. Um, there's little kind of jokes in it, you know? And Oh, but, God. Krusty phoning into the sex line or whatever it is. It's just a little blokes. My favorite, my favorite bit was uh, when it comes back to Itchy and Scratchy and it's because it's got like a father and son thing in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> and he starts crying. Yeah, crusty sad faces are a thing of art. Just like the the long kind of upper limb. Oh, like, it definitely did feel again like a like a season two kind of thing because it had that kind of. I, they haven't really gone outside of the realms of possibility yet. All this stuff could kind of happen, but they're starting to mm. flirt with it. Um, it do, not until you get to. I don't know, like if I'm gonna put if I'm gonna put the ben- the postmark in it, I'm where? gonna say flaming mose. I would say if, that was, if I'm I not, had to like if I, I was, had to put one episode, I was gonna say flame. I'd say flaming mose. You know where it was, right? For me, it was either flaming mose or the episode after with the Candyland, with the land of chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like that's a bit a bit wild, you know. But yeah, it's it's it, it's this at this point, this is when we start hitting. Like, really fact, good yeah. stuff. Really Homer good stuff. Homer puts cough set medicine in a drink that most steals that gets him so big that the red hot chili peppers are in your bar. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you started jumping a shark here. Aerosmith. And I am in Aerosmith. Sorry. Yeah. Chili peppers are like later. later. Yeah. But see, I, what I think is this is the first season where we started having gratuitous guest characters. So it started off with mm. um, with the softball with all those things. Who I didn't real I look as a kid, I didn't even know they were real players. I just thought they were random guest characters and wondered for years why they never came back. It's just a joke was lost on me. I was like, yeah. okay. Well, you know, because we didn't we didn't have softball here. No, or baseball. So we had no idea, yeah. we had no no frame of reference for it. We're like, who are these people? Okay, I don't get it. Like But I, like, I will I will stand up for the gratuitous celebrities though, because at least back then they, they wrote funny characters for the celebrities. It yeah. wasn't as these are in it and that's the joke you know yeah no i agree like i i don't have a problem with it i know some people would be like ah oh, this is when it went bad i'm like not really because no. they kind of used them correctly and he oh, with yeah. flame like, of, I, with, sorry, sorry you go no, you go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say with flame and moe's um have an aerosmith in there 
on their interactions with um, Edna Krabappel is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I need my drumstick to play, Mrs. Krabappel. Come, Come and get, get her. Him. That <laughs> woman is terrifying. Oh, God. She is a man-eater. An absolute yeah. man-eater. It's scary. And I love it. Oh, it's <laughs> this, this, yeah. this season really fleshes her out as being like... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Bart Lover absolutely like oh, man. throws just spitballs a character at her. And best like, line? Completely for, like, best, three-dimensional. Best line, which I kept... You have a date with a Xerox machine. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, that's amazing. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. Brilliant. No, like, Bart is such a horrible, horrible yeah. little troll yeah. in that. Yeah, this is when we just lose all empathy for him. Yeah. Oh man, he's such a monster. Um, Actually, that yeah, whole it's line, funny. That... What I love about that episode is uh, you've got the two sides of the Simpsons, which is the Bart and Edward Krabappel side is very much seasons one and two, but yeah. Homer building the doghouse <laughs> is very much later on. Like, that's who acquired. <laughs> oh, he's just like, you know, when no one Flanders is trying to go through and discover where he's getting the bad language from. Well, he's not he's getting just, this from his brother. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the face, the meme face that he makes. Oh, it's brilliant. It's so good. So good. Um, what's it? Where he's just, there is, there's, there is a really good bit in that as well. Where uh, they're writing the the letter for say goodbye. Actually, the whole the whole series where where Homer's writing the thing, he's just like you know, just saying this ridiculous stuff, and they're trying to write it properly. But it shows crocodile all bit the, off my face. Yeah. yeah, it shows the whole layers of the Simpsons. Though you really get a kind of character <laughs> study of what the dynamic is. You know, Lisa yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and it's it, it for the first time it's really crystallized in a very funny little segment, but it has a lot of heart to it as well. And yeah, kind of, three simple feel, words: I am gay. Like. <laughs> Homer for the last time, no. <laughs> but you, f- you feel a lot of empathy for um, for everyone in this show. Even Bart at the end, he kind of learns a lesson. Yeah. Never remembers it, but learns it. Think, you know. So that's it. Like it, it, it was all the, kind of the, the ones where Bart really kind of screwed up before it kind of went into him feeling bad about it and kind of learned a lot. Mm. They've started really throwing that out the window, and it's for the best as far yeah. as like kind of keeping the comedy up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, oh, go, uh, Katie and Bryn, you're you're unusually quiet um, <laughs> where do you think the the this kind of shift happened i kind of agree with you though that it probably is um it probably is around flaming moes where it starts to get a bit unhinged i just realized this works perfectly because of his background too <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're totally, all hunting I'm totally for Oh. But it, I, I do think it is around around that around that point that um, it does get on his. I'm just trying to see the episode order again, just to um, uh, just to remind myself. Because yeah, I mean, like they're basically one episode after the other. So like, yeah, first and then it's the the Germans buying the. Um, uh, by, oh, I love that one. That's uh, great. <laughs> they're both. I think it's around, like either one. It's easy to say is the the beginning of it. Maybe even mm. a would might be uh, Saturdays of Thunder. Which is, see, that's it. They come w- one after another, so it's kind of hard to pick. Yeah, it's where it kind of starts. You know, that, like I'd say, I mean, it definitely isn't I Married March because that's no. very season two. Yeah, um, mm. but, and it's probably. It's probably not Lisa's Pony, just because they rely so much on Money Trouble. No, but Lisa's Pony, I noticed, was where the media references were creeping in. Yeah, because you have like the Godfather appear- bit with the horse in the bed and like all that kind of stuff. First appearance of Ion Springfield, which is a show they should spin off on Disney Plus, and I'd watch it. 
<laughs> just just for the music alone. Just for the music alone. I forgot how trashy Ion Springfield is. But that's the point. Like that that's point. The, it's brilliant. It's just and now for a special on bikinis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I had to like turn Prim away from it. Like it's just gratuitous like boob shots and like food shots and Ken Brockman ha- living in a fantastic life. And you're like Okay. And that's before he won yeah. the lottery. Before he won the and lottery, even, exactly. And even the stuff that isn't that, like, you know, Springfield's smallest man beats Springfield's fattest man. It's exactly the kind of thing, no disrespect to Channel 4, they do great comedy work, but, you know, those kind of trashy, borderline explosive documentaries you see a lot of, like, kind of around there. I, by the way, I saw the best documentary the other day on Channel 4. Um, I'll tell you this after we go off the air because it's really funny. <laughs> um, it's funny, but it's, it's really tragic stance. at the same time. Yeah, it's it, it was just like I found there was a part in it where I literally started crying laughing and I'm like I feel horrible about now but it's just what happened. Uh Katie, where do you feel are are you kind of with us here where you think it was somewhere between uh Saturdays of Thunder or you know the 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 land of chocolate where this show just became the best show ever? Yeah, I I think it yeah, it was probably it's definitely where it became one of the craziest shows just around flaming Moe's because like how how do you get he made a drink with cough syrup lit it on fire and it became a million dollar industry because fire made it good <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like how do you how does that even ha- I mean Aerosmith is drinking in Moe's Tavern mm. <laughs> well they say I hate this joint but I love this drink yeah, yeah exactly yeah that's fair but I mean can you, you tell that I've, I have all this memorized it's but like at that point, uh, you've got a you've got a town of like drug addicts who literally. also have ne- never get <laughs> literally. colds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally, it's just like oh, I love the bit where they're trying. Your man is yeah. trying to figure out how it works, and like a big case of cassier comes with it. Goes, I got hooked on the service. I'm like, you just let that go, like that. Yeah. <laughs> do a bit of investigation. Springfield. Yeah, it's true. True. Yeah, but you can't even it's, buy yeah. that much stuff legally. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was nice You probably could yeah. end up with a whale in the back of his room. He has connections. Oh, and pandas, and pandas. And pandas. Pan, yeah, but to be yeah. fair, in, in, it was 1991, and Mo isn't the most uh, above board kind of guy. So he probably well, had yeah, I, yeah. I don't think he ever was, even in later series, even when he kind of cleans up his act a bit. He's still quite shady in the fact that like he's always chasing after Marge, you know, who's a married woman, and yeah. all of this kind of... like He's never fully above board. Oh, no, he's he a sleazeball. That's he, 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 he ran the bloody deer hunter out of his back room. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't even know Marge's name. He calls her Midge. Midge, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like they gotta know. take away my thumbs. <laughs> Midge, Midge, come on! <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> they gotta take away my thumbs. Um, Thirteen grand in the hole. <laughs> uh, I married Mar. Actually, on on uh, one of my favorite episodes is coming up. It, I married Marge. Is uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Marriage. I knew it's you'd love that. I knew you'd. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. like, this is a keen episode. He would love this, and I'm like, oh, yeah. It's, it's it's like the one last season. It's like, like you know, it's season, not the funniest yeah. thing, but yeah. I like how it fleshes. I don't know. Like, I always movie. think of Homer ruining Empire Strikes Back for people coming out of the cinema. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good. Um, or you know, like when he's like talking to the belly, and he's like, 
Cape New come out of there, the first thing you're gonna see is like a man with a good job. Yeah, a <laughs> <The> doctor. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some like razor lines in that hall. And again, it's like it nearly goes to that point where it's dark where you're like, Oh, is Homer gonna kill himself again? It's like, oh no, he's just gonna work in a in a fast food restaurant or whatever. Yeah, like, it's, it's actually I'm glad you brought up the German one already, because that feels like a sort of a remake of the one where he nearly jumps off the bridge with him getting fired for being unsafe and all that kind of stuff. Also, I like I I just didn't notice the level of consistency. In the fact that, like, yeah, that in that episode where he tries to jump off the rage, he's named safety instructor. Yeah. So the fact it's just the, it's just like something that kind of threw me for a loop is the fact that, like, yeah, like they kept that same job. Yeah. Things. I don't know. Something about, something about the internal consistency of the Simpsons. Yeah. Just, like it, it, it struck me that they kept it. <laughs> well, it's the status quo. Yeah, yeah. They actually, they actually put cool. in that episode though because they're going, well, you've been safety inspector for two years now, so what have you done? And he's just like, uh... <laughs> he's all of them. He's done all of them. But see, if you, if you think about it, right, um, this is still, going back to the theory that we mentioned at the beginning of this run, um, this is still like, could happen. Mm. This is before he went into that coma. So maybe all this actually is happening and it does kind of lead up to him being in the coma and then the show goes completely off the rails. You know, because what? Well, he so, saved, so, 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 fall down the well and Sting would dig him up? It's not outside the realm of possibility. <laughs> it really isn't. He's just, Sting would do anything for his fans. You know? <laughs> well, so, so. Uh, one we thing are I sending our love down the well. But, uh, All the way down! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Krusty's like little kind of lines over that are just fantastic. Uh, one of the best part. Um, it's wh- just, I love the it hits a sauce off me. Just the spoof of that kind of Live Aid song. I love that. That's yeah. it's so yeah. good. Even just I, having all like the B roll celebrities like Doctor oh, like, Rose in there. The Capital City Goofball. Ken Brockman's <laughs> in there as well, which is the, the random lawyer who is like you never see again, but the really shady one is there for some reason. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like. Who are you? There's actually one lady in the back who I have no idea who it is. I'm still trying to figure. That's out because they didn't have enough characters yet. They, yeah, I mean, well, they do I, now. Well, they have your woman who da- who Homer dances with yeah. there yeah. as well. Oh, Lurleen Lumpkin or no, no, oh, no, 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 the, 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 um, you think she would have been there? Maybe the or- the order got mixed up or something. But um, she turns up in the monorail one later on. She so, does. Like, she does keep existing. She does, and she turns up a couple of other times later on as what as a washed up um uh, with the Dixie what? chicks and all that. Yeah. yeah, actually, one just deep pull I only clocked watching it today was the fact that the bowling guy that Marge had the affair with in like the first season, he's in the credits the entire time. <laughs> he's what? He's really? Oh, yeah, he's when in the intro do, credits. Yeah, he's in the intro credits. Yeah, the entire yeah, time. Yeah, just I just I never clocked him. Just you know. Oh, just, when Bart's going by on the skateboard. The skateboard. Okay. He's, he's at the bus. Yeah, he's yeah. at the bus stop. Well, yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's always a recurring background character. Like even if he doesn't have lines, you'll see him floating around. Like because he lives yeah. in Springfield, you're gonna see the same just, people. Yeah, His photo just, is up in the bowling alley place where Marge tries to get the bowling balls flushed. Like, which is another great episode. That that's season three, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Rancho Relaxo. Yeah, and don't forget as well, he's also part of one of the best bowling teams, the Home Wreckers. The Home Wreckers, yeah, <laughs> one of the best names. Uh, one of my personal favorite episodes in this guy's right is uh, Lisa the Greek. Yes. Uh, See, I was is... wondering if you consider that a series two type story or not. Uh, no, because it's way too funny. 
<laughs> way too it's too good for season two. It's too like smooth. Everything about Everything. it just it's, hits. Like it's a, it's a Lisa episode, but it has so much heart. It's so sweet, and also the jokes are hilarious. Like yeah, it's I've, it's I've got so several funny. pub quizzes. I've gotten what is the name of Meryl Streep's uh, cologne? Like versatility. versatility. Like no, the best one is like for me. Uh, you know, again, Bryn, when when we're talking about wrestling in our wrestling group, we used lock of the week. So much, so much. It's unreal. <laughs> or the, the, you know, shoe in of the week. That's a pretty big shoe. So it holds a personal um, attachment because it's you know, quote farm. Like you can, you can, like season three is the first time where you can just pick an episode and you're going. You wouldn't to get. set up like a coach's hotline for wrestling picks, no. Oh God! No. Oh, Welcome. God. That, that taught me a very uh, valuable oops. lesson about those phone calls, about those type of phone calls. Yeah, but well, that, that was a thing that was rampant in the nineties, in the eighties and nineties, wasn't it? The call-in phone things. Or do you remember you could download um, like ringtones and stuff, and it would be yeah, 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 yeah. It'll take ages. So it's just like you know, again, those jokes are probably kind of lost on people who didn't do that or who were born twenty years ago. It's like, oh man. I think they're still funny enough on their own, though, even without that kind of yeah, existing. Yeah, but like, are like... You, re- you remember it, though. That's yeah. the thing. Like, with this, you're like, oh yeah, like, that's what it was like. You lived that. <laughs> you lived it, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was just funny. I, I do think the, the setup is a bit contrived, but mm. it ends in a very good place. I love the skating criticisms of Quimby, of Quimby, oh, not Quimby, of um, Chief Wiggum, where he's in Moe's, like, literally using the the illegal betting as a legal, as a coaster, as a yeah, coaster. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh here you go <laughs> it's, <just> like, <laughs> it's brilliant brilliant um homer alone is rancho relaxo and that's, that's one that feels weird. yeah yeah that's one that feels kind of weird to me i don't know what you guys thought about that oh i love it to bits just because it's i love the fact that if you split up the family unit they realize they kind of need each other and that's something kind of the episodes kind of do usually, but not really pull off. And it's also just nice to see Homer trying to parent. That hits the sweet spot. Right. But like, I mean, this, this... He staples a nappy together. I mean, this is kind of a, a recurring theme up to this point in all the seasons, and is that, you know, Marge does everything, and then she gets overwhelmed, and she goes away for a while, and Homer has to take care of the kids. And then she realizes she loves her family. She comes back. Homer vows to, you know, do better. And then it just the cycle starts again. Hmm. It's the first time this really happened, though. Well, it's I mean, first... is it though? You know, when she has the whole affair with with, with Jacques. Yeah, uh, Jacques. Jacques, it's because again she's feeling underappreciated and overworked, and so she decides, you know, I'm going to go bowling. And then she meets this guy, and he's treating her lovely. You know. Oh, that's a good so point, actually. That's a very good it's, point. It's 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 kind of it's constantly ticking over, and and it's. You know, and it, it shows that like they're not perfect people and they're never going to be perfect people. And no matter how much they promise each other they'll do better, they can't. Yeah, because they're like, again, all this kind of field. And there's actually a good, a good like satire of The Simpsons in uh, the later season where they're watching a parody of that show, Dinosaurs. Remember Dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah. You know? And they're like, oh, it's like they watch their show and our lives are put on TV. And it's like, oh, that's a deep cut against Disney. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, but I yeah, just, like, I just like some of the the physical, like just some of the physical comedy from Maggie in this episode. I just think is okay. there's uh, just something there's something about just how stretchy Maggie is. I just find inherently funny. I, <laughs> oh, her hanging on to the door. Yeah, her hanging on to the door. Just, yeah. I, Fun I, fact: I, babies can actually do that. I would believe it. Yeah, babies are rubber. <laughs> yeah, they're just like the problems aren't there yet, so they're good to go. A lot of physical background comedy in this. One of my favorite, my favorite Simpsons moment back uh, Homer moment in the background is actually in uh, Radio Bart 
and I totally forgot it was there. I didn't realize I loved it so much until I was watching it. It's the bit where Bart is playing with the microphone. He's like, this is Bartron. You know, we have taken your president. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And Homer yeah, yeah. just runs with the shotgun. <laughs> it's amazing. And you're like, and he realizes, and he's like, you little, sh-. you know, because they're choking him. It's brilliant. Wait, you liked my present? You liked my <laughs> present? It's like, ah. So good. It's brilliant. But just Homer with the shotgun, I'm like, he got that gun fast. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, definitely not locked in the safe. It's definitely not locked in the safe. It's just there. Um, and, he, and it's funny because later on, like Homer will reference, you know, marriage, get my gun. So he must have this rifle that it's very dark. Oh, yeah. It's, we find out later he keeps it in Maggie's crib. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that where he keeps it? She, she starts sniping people. With You're it. right. You're That's right. right. I is... think an art dealer comes by looking like, and he like puts it back in the crib when she turns out not to be a threat. Like, but this is like that's after I think uh, who shot Mr. Burns, where they get, and it's also after the Cartridge family, where they get. I think it is where uh, Maggie actually they buy a gun like a handgun it's a big deal well so, yeah uh, but, but that, that's that's always I think Homer always has the rifle and the shotgun and Marge always has the handgun right it's just weird it's like because I know I'm probably thinking way too much into this but there's such a big thing made out of the handgun I'm like the man has a rifle where he, he just pulls it out many times yeah but a rifle is incredibly cumbersome like you know you're only going to get like one shot off it in an emergency like he has it when he thinks the boogeyman is running around the house you know a handgun you can take anywhere and leave anywhere like but one thing as well about about this this is another thing that channel 4 thanks channel 4 likes to cut out um they they cut out all references to this and the joke is lost you know like, it's a funny joke you know what the gun or yeah like that like literally that part in that in that in the when it's replayed on channel four and i think sky as well uh oh, they cut it out and it's just like okay yeah i don't think uh, i know i brought this up maybe on the first episode but i don't think i saw the british pub in the saint patrick's Day parade getting blown up and homer being the prime minister of ireland for a decade yeah 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 because like, must have be, just got yeah yeah but that's that's not in the series though that's a little bit later on they do it in uh, BBC. Did it with Star Trek as well. They censored the data. Makes a reference to the Irish reunification of 2021 being a, res- a successful result of terrorism or something like that. And well, they never might... play that on TV anymore. We're like a couple of months away from 2021, so I know, that... I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's let's see how that plays out, Cotton. You know, um, it's a ball strategy. Ball strategy. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was getting at. But no, <laughs> I, it's just it's. It's scary when stuff like that happens, you know, but so much, it's like we talk about the Simpsons predicting uh, the future and mm-hmm. yeah, so there's Star Trek predict- possibly predicting the future, you know, in some weird kind of way, you know? Ah, uh, well, Simpsons is just like, it's not, I don't think it's predicting. I think it's just that it's very sharp and timely. Like, you know, things are kind of going to loop around eventually. But it's timeless as well at the same timeless, time. Timeless, very good, like, yeah. Like, like e- even the way there's a lot of jokes here that are rooted in early 90s, late 80s, it's not really until they start relying on pop culture as such that it ages. Like, Oh, that's the, yeah, that's, I think Super Eyepatch Wolf does a very good breakdown of The Simpsons. And he, I think the pivot he says is that, the Simpsons goes from critiquing pop culture to worshipping it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the thing about it is, it's well, like, when they, for example, no one has a phone. Mm. Mm. And that's weird. That's not weird. 
it's not weird when you're watching a show compared to nowadays where everyone has a phone, right? For example, um, the internet isn't a thing. So they're watching TV and it's a big deal to watch TV. There's no computers, right? Yeah. Um, cable is a big deal. Cable is a big deal. Like these things mm. you just kind of accept as inherent within that universe mm. and it doesn't take away from it. I, but when they start bringing, as we said, there's certain things that age it more. For example, the Michael Jackson stuff, that really ages it. And not because of what happened, but because, you know, that was really of its time. The Bill yeah. Cosby stuff of its time. Uh, MacGyver <laughs> of its time. Um, and these are kind of things where you're like, oh, yeah. Like one thing that is great, actually, is Spinal Tap. This is my first, probably all of our introductions to Spinal Tap. Oh yeah, I forgot that was in the auto episode. Yeah, I always think I think Kev, you might have said it earlier, but the, I keep forgetting the Spinal Tap and Auto getting fired are the same story. Yeah, it's the B, it's the B plot. Mm. But yeah, yeah. you know, I didn't even I didn't realize they were a real band until I was much older and saw the movie. Or yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, or ex- the movie aside from even like the actual like band that they band. made because of the movie. Mm. But exactly. like, and even then, some of the stuff in that like at the start of that episode is I would say funnier than the actual Spinal Tap movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's, so it's riffing it. on the Stonehenge thing, but it's doing it really, really well. Like, <laughs> it's much tighter. I don't know, man. I mean, the Spinal Tap movie goes it's to eleven. Very, you it's know, very good. <laughs> but like, I, I always, I'll, like, I'll be standing at gigs, and I will think to myself, "Thank you, Springton. There will be no encore." <laughs> <laughs> All the time, it's just itched in there. But like, I would say that it's, it's, it's the first time, right? And it's. No, sorry, I'm just remembering. I went to see Baby Metal at Download Festival a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. They were 20 minutes late coming on a stage because it. Downport. I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. and like yep. for obvious reasons, because they're a dance, like they kind of do a lot of dance act. Like it's actually dangerous. I was standing in the rain yeah. next to my friend, and just started like the bloody stage full of water. Some sort of this is a rock Bleeding show, not some splish, splash, splash show. Splash show. <laughs> <laughs> you Sorry, saw baby metal live i'm so jealous did they play gimme right? chocolate of course they did and i danced <laughs> and it was wonderful <laughs> i know somebody and who I cherish that memory <laughs> actually i know somebody who brenda myself used to work with who flew over to california for the sole purpose of seeing baby metal and then flew straight back home i'm like <laughs> why did you do that that was just... oh man worth totally worth <laughs> oh, to- oh no totally worth it like yeah i did the same thing for poppy but i was over there forward or reasons with 12 yeah. hour flight over and back man that's hardcore so fair yeah, plus, I've only plus going like, through I've only like plus going through border patrol like that's a hustle <laughs> in itself yeah, yeah. No, it's not not fun definitely not but um all for the times when you could just get on a flight right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah like one thing uh, I did, europe yeah. <laughs> so far away so far away can we uh, uh, talk England's about Sideshow so Bob away. for a minute? Because this, yeah, yeah. this is his first proper outing. Like. Right, well, so. no, I, I would say he started off with the, like, the season one, one where he framed Custody. I like that, no, but, that is the crystal. Oh, season. it's a great episode. It, it it is, like, kind of murderous, murderous Sideshow Bob, though. Because like, like, they had to hide, conceal to some degree he was the villain. So like, this is full on, like, you know eloquent sideshow bob from beginning to end like hold on i just want just want to talk about this right actually we are going to have to go to break at some point for the radio okay. listeners so you know when that happens let you know but i'll just finish the point we go to break mm. this is the first time where i've ever seen a character so fleshed out so completely like they establish so much in this they li- he li- he, uh, it's an exposition he's like um you know do you know what prison is like for a lifelong conservative republican right so they established that instantly yeah. they established his political views where as best line is where he's like 
they can only keep the Democrats out of the lighthouse. At the I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all my criminal buddies will be back. I'm like, that's really funny. Um, but they also establish his motive that he's incredibly intelligent, um, mm. that he is homicidal, and that also Bart is a genius. Like, literally, Bart. Yeah, Bart can do anything when he sets his mind to it. The Edna Krabappel episode is an example of that as well. He just what rarely a, does. But there's a really good cutting line in this as well where he turns to. Uh, why do I keep wanting to call him Quimby? Um, <laughs> Wiggum, thank you. Yeah. Where he goes to Wiggum and goes, oh, I wouldn't want to tell the number one police, uh, police officer how to do his job. And he's like, no, please, this is the only way I'll learn. And he's just like, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so razor sharp, you know? But wait, but how did the room blow up? Oh, we were having some celebratory scars and I threw him at and he... I looked like Homer's oh, there. Right. And Homer's like the instigator of the whole thing as well. You can just kind of see. But yeah, like they set up such a vibe so well in this that it's just like, it's 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 masterful. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You know, it's really good. But sorry, Kevin, you want to talk about him a bit more? Well, no, I was, I was kind of just about like pretty much echoing the same sentiments you had. Like, it just it does every it, it crystallizes where like the first episode, re, like for a season one episode, mm. does such a good job at uh, introducing the character of you know this clown who's actually like a classics major. <laughs> uh, who managed to like uh, devise this grand plot to get his boss in jail but to take that and then be like okay but let's crank this up to 20 <laughs> and just have him marry like marry a woman simply to kill her and just and like have and like just knowing that the next step of this evolution is the Cape Fear episode which is oh, incredible yeah. <laughs> like I love it. I love all the sideshow Bob episodes. It's so untouchable. It's untouchable. And even in the later seasons, where they bring them back, and the oh, I remember like, there was the one in Rome. That one's really yeah. Long, oh yeah, yeah. Like, that that is one of the rare episodes where they give sideshow Bob a family and keep it. That's one of the rare changes they do later Vendetta. on. You know, like I've got to say, even in the later Simpsons episodes, I feel like the bar goes up slightly whenever Sideshow Bob turns up because they have to work at it to make it worth Kelsey Grammer's time. I yeah. Agree. And just, we're, we're going to hold that talk, guys. If you're listening to this on Phoenix 92.5 FM, go over to Nerd to Know Media, start downloading the feed because we're going to talk about The Simpsons for a fair bit longer. And we'll talk <laughs> to you next week. All right, and we're back on the stream. <laughs> So yeah, there. That's probably weird for anyone watching the stream, but hey, it's that's the way <laughs> show, right? on, on radio. On radio. Now we're not. You know what it's like? It's like in the Simpsons episode where Snake is like charging at Bart in his car, and they go to a to be continue to come straight back. Death drives a stick. The I Simpsons will return right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, that, that's, that's a very underrated one as well. Um, that's one where Lisa, she gets... Which one is it? They do a full role reversal where Lisa becomes punk and Bart, who is deliberately referred to as a fascist, like, you know, in his whole monitoring duties. Separate voca- vocations, that's what it's called. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one that I forgot was there. And this is the first, like, because it's so heavily Bart as well and the roles are reversed and you get to see how efficient Bart is once mm. he kind of, like, he really is a good, like, a, like his calling is probably the police and he's already been established as being a detect, like a fantastic detective later on as well. Um, mm. Uh, and Lisa, the push, the push. He just needs, yeah. And he just, um, but that whole part where he's chasing Snake is just phenomenal, yeah. you know. And then it cuts to it. So I, for, I forgot that I forgot that was here, you know. And it's that one feels later. It feels like a season four or five. 
It's still got the heart to it, though. Like, I feel like the earlier episodes are very raw and emotional. There's still a touch of that here. Oh, Bart taking the Bart taking the dive for Lisa absolutely is like has has yeah. like, has emotional impact to it. Like, it definitely, yeah, like it it has a whole lot of heart to it. Yeah, yeah, because no one believes in Lisa. Like, uh, at least at an institutional level, to some degree, Marge doesn't either. But Bart does, and he's willing to throw away everything. And then ends with her playing the saxophone. So it's a lovely little journey. Like Again, yes. like, shows kind of how intelligent Bart is. Because, like, he knows if Lisa gets downed for this, that's her. That's, that's the end of her line. Whereas, you know, Bart could take another hit. <laughs> yeah, Bart could take a hit and keep going. It's kind like, of, yeah. it's expected of him at that point. Like, uh, like the, you know, the, the back and forth with him and Skinner at the end of it. <laughs> 300 days. Come on, Skinner. That's the best you got. A really good part with Bart as well, when he takes up the guitar. In, in the oh auto show. yeah, in the auto the, show. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, you know, and he's trying to play it, and it's just, it's really funny. But the the actual like flashback that the the dream sequence he has with him and Millhouse's band, <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> I said, it's like, oh, he throws the all disgusting off. pigs. <laughs> it's so good. It's just, it's brilliant. You know, and it, yeah, it, I've got to say, I like really that. love uh, Bart's lack of ambition because when he's taking the SATs. They could be like, you might end up as a drifter if you're not careful. Like, and he cool, a drifter. Like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not his lack of ambition. He just seems to have a warped sense of what things are. Yeah, yeah, that, that's better. You also, know, just I, on the Edo show, we actually get development on Paddy and Selwyn this season between the Selma episode and then Paddy bonding with Otto over the test. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot. One of, one of the episodes that is silly and shouldn't be as good as it is, but has a lot of heart to it. Is Dog of Death? Mm. Oh yeah, I wouldn't call that like uh, all the lot. As someone who's like Kev, you'll back me up with this. As someone who sells lotto tickets, that feels very true. The opening yep. of that episode. Oh, if somebody came in with a wheelbarrow, I'd be like, "Cool, how many quick picks?" <laughs> <laughs> oh god, the amount of times come someone comes up and says the winning ticket, please. Like you know, oh, everyone yeah. kind of has that. Well, it's, I suppose it's a very Irish thing. People buy it even though they know they're not going to win compared to The Simpsons where everyone thinks they're going to win. See, what needs to happen is you need to release a book called The Lottery. <laughs> I do, I do love the joke of Homer throwing that in the fire, but there's the Bill Cosby book in the thing's still there. Yeah, and I think that continues. I think the... Doesn't he have a book on, like, doing dog operations on there as well? That gets thrown yeah, on too. Yeah, that gets thrown in there as well. And the goddamn dog surgeon who loves the job so much. This is the... Oh, I'm this sorry is I hate. for him throwing the hamster into the bin through the basketball hoop. <laughs> the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine him giving mouth to mouth to the dog. <laughs> and it's funny to think all these guest characters who could have been like as big as like Professor Frank and stuff, for some quirk of fate, weren't that vet could have been one of them. Yeah, but see, like I, I think they already as soon as Doctor Nick came in, like properly. It's yeah. not overshadowed because Doctor Nick is like the best character next to like Lionel Hutz. In the, well, I think him and Lionel Hutz make a great double act. I'm surprised they weren't paired up more often. Hang they go, on a minute now, Sorry, go on. because Doctor Frank both makes you laugh and makes, makes you, you think. think. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> that monkey's gonna pay. <laughs> oh, that monkey's gonna I, pay. I, I got a big soft spot for Mo. Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's just such Mo. a sleaze bag, Mo. though. Yeah, that's why he I is him. though, but he's he's got this odd stoicism to him though. Like when Homer ruins his million dollars, he just invites him in and apologizes. Like you know, I yeah. did, he, I did, I did love the Cheers parody though. 
Yeah, you'd never guess that half the Cheers staff were on the Simpsons writing staff. I know because Prim has been up at six in the morning and I've been watching Cheers on Channel 4. I'm like, oh, I recognize those writer names. <laughs> but look, like half of them... Half of them must have gone to Frasier and half of them must have gone to The Simpsons, like. That's kind of what happened, yeah. That's what Kelsey Grammer shows up. Ah, I see. Okay, now that makes sense. Isn't there, there's, there's an episode much later, I can't remember what season it is, where they introduce Sideshow Bob's brother and it's Niles. Oh, it's Niles, Bob, yeah. yeah oh, so that's so. seasons like eight or nine or something like that. But that's, yeah. that's like the last really excellent Sideshow Bob episode, I think. And it's, what's I, it? I don't know because they, they do the Italy one after the Italy that. one's great yeah there's a few Italy one's great but it's just not quite on the level like I like the one where um, Sergio Bob is helping them track down uh, Homer's killer and stuff as well. as well there's a few gems yeah, but I still just want to put them son. as high up like yeah well, as high up as like Bob hijacking the blimp or running for mayor or any of those kind of well, ones uh, the fact that Cousin Merle isn't in any of those episodes really brings it down old hungry Joe <laughs> old Cousin Merle <laughs> tell them they live to regret this <laughs> they always sound now crazy now I look crazy <laughs> brilliant <Just> brilliant <laughs> Um, yeah like uh, as I said you know the mid part of this season really 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 hits fantastic yeah. also, it also has it's the second Trials of Horror this is actually probably my favourite Trials of Horror as well because it like okay well not only do we have a lot of Stanley Kubrick but we have a lot of Twilight Zone in this mm. so I get my Trials of Horror mixed up which three stories is, are in season three these are li- except for the last one I think the two of them are actually um, Twilight Zone so the monkey paw and, right. and the, the, the uh, Bart can he's a monster he can whatever he thinks happens yeah. Now, what's weird is, like you guys probably, these are the first time, I only saw these stories for the first time in The Simpsons. Much later on, like we're talking three years ago, I found out they were Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, definitely the bars kind of, you got the narrator and stuff. Like They they lean heavily into that. But it's the same even with the with the one where Mr. Burns takes Homer's brain and puts it in the robot. Like, that's a reference to Frankenstein. It is, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's one of the ones I quote the most. Damn it, Smithers, this isn't rocket science. It's brain surgery. Bad, like, corpse. Bad corpse. Bad corpse. Stop <laughs> scaring Smithers. <laughs> beating with the shovel. Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I, I, like, the first three House of Horror is great. This one is a step up from it, and they just keep they just keep getting mm. better and better as they're going along. They lose the treehouse narrative. Like this is you know I think it's all the the I like the little treading where they eat loads of candy, and that's why they're having nightmares. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, and then in the next season, it's they're all having like a like a Halloween party. Like they're, you're yeah. right, they do kind of lose it later on. They, lose, they also just, kind of lose. I think doesn't Marge give like a little speech at the top of each Halloween? thing yeah. for the first she, season she still does yeah yeah but yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. and i think you know losing that it lost something you know it lost that kind of that charm to it you know yeah um but still it, because the stories the stories no longer exist in the simpsons universe if they're just random three little stories like well katie i think I, I yeah I, th- I, was, I think you brought up last week that they start just bringing up random parodies and stuff mm. uh, later on mm. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you were saying that. Well, Treehouse, I'm, I'm a little bit ahead. Treehouse of Horror 3 is where, like, the King Kong one is. So it's starting to sneak in, like. All right. Mm. Sorry, Katie, you want to get in there? Do I? <laughs> Did you? I thought you wanted to get in there. Sorry. I, I don't know. My name was called, and I'm like, ah! 
I thought I interrupted you. This, are you getting like school flashbacks? Like, you, like not paying attention in class? Uh, stand up and, and answer this. Stand up and answer this. Speaking um, of which, though, going back to the one where Bart and Lisa trade places, I sympathize hmm. with those teachers when the answer books disappear. <laughs> Does anyone know the times tables? <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever uh, tell you kids about the 60s? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this, this is the thing. Like, it's... Because they always told us in school, you know, you have to learn this now because you're not going to have it when you're an adult. And they're right. Like, you don't have it. <laughs> but it's kind of like, also, you don't really need it. That's true. So, That's a fair I mean, point. The only thing I've ever needed from school that they told me I would not have, which I do have, is a calculator in my pocket. Because mm. <laughs> everybody's phone, and they're like, "You have to learn how to do this without a calculator because you won't have one." Like, you're like, you are wrong. Nah. <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, even when I when I worked retail, there was a designated calculator for the shop so that we could add things up, you know, without putting them into the till. Just make sure it was right, and then do it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like you're. You, you're gonna have these things as long as you buy one. What sort of yeah. torture dungeon have you ended up in where you have to do multiplication tables without the calculator? Because yeah, I feel I like mean, you need to call the cops and stop I mean, doing imagine, math. Imagine being a teacher at home or whatever, and you're doing your gradings, and like they're like, "No, you can't grade these with a calculator." Yeah. <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, you have to know it. Like the only time this is the only time that's happened is when I just, you play jackpots. And that's you know, and you have to do the 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 the, the quiz on your you know, phone on, on murder party or whatever. That's yeah. that's the only time where I've like experienced that. But usually, I, if I ever become like a full primary school teacher, I'll be like, you got to learn these sums because one day you're gonna be playing murder party and you're gonna need this. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say if you ever become a, a, a murderer, I was like, Jesus. This <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure maybe who knows? Count the bodies. Uh, Let's see. Let's see how the lockdown goes. But I also want to highlight that we get our first really good Skinner Vietnam moment in yeah. the one with Milhouse's girlfriend, where he like turns to the window, and, like the blinds are down over him. It's they how they spit on me when I came home. <laughs> they said I'd have a par- they said I'd have a par- I'd have a parade when I came home. Yeah, yeah. Spit on me. It's like yeah, <laughs> so much character brought in there. Um, yeah. I uh, like Lisa. What's it like? Lisa's is so good as well. Go on, was it? You know the speech where he's like, he's there going. It's like they they fed me on the on three different. It's like on the on some yes kinds of rice. I went mad. <laughs> I went mad trying to find it. Just can't get it rice. Uh, um. <laughs> Colonel Holbrook. And Fuzzy, but Fuzzy Buddy's guide to you know what? See, hold on. That one is kind of ruined because it's used <laughs> so later on in the clip show. Oh, well, that's not the clip's fault, though. It's not the clip's fault, but all the... See, actually, yeah. I know why now. I know why I hate all the love episodes. That clip show really bugs me. Yeah. And they use all the, the lovey-dovey bits in it, and I'm like, oh, I hate this. That's why. Yeah. That's why. And on Sky One, they used to play it right after the full Mindy episode as well, so you're like, oh, yeah. God, my time's being wasted. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Colonel Homer. This episode's surprisingly good, guys. Yeah. I'm always I love Colonel Like, this is always wrong, and, like, and ruining powers. Yeah. Sorry, this was always one of the most yeah, like, right. prolific ones for me. <laughs> really? I always <laughs> end up remembering. Yeah, I remember it, but I don't remember it being as good. Like, it's, it's throughout, the, throughout the whole runtime. While it's telling this big romantic story and, you know, Homer being tempted, it's also really, really funny. Like, even the beginning where he's driving out of town 
and he has to hold his breath throughout the whole, you know. <laughs> like, oh, him like, in the cinema, go. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's weird though. Like, I still, because someone explained this to me, right? He has the drink. Yeah. And he's trying to get the, the, the it's finished. Oh, the popcorn. That wasn't popcorn though, because he was I, drinking no, out I, of it. What I think. So which one is it? I think it's a slushy. Yeah. Oh. That would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. Because I was like, Why did, where did that styrofoam come from? Like, Who's <laughs> drinking styrofoam? I'm guessing yeah, it's slushy because when they soak all the juice ice. out of it, it's just the ice. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, yeah, I actually, I'm really glad you brought up Colonel. I'm really glad you brought up Colonel Homer because comparing kind of Marge freaking out and nearly going off with Jock and Homer nearly going off with Lurleane, it's what's interesting is Marge, her freak out seemed to come from a place of Homer letting uh, her down, whereas Homer's seemed to come from a um, general dissatisfaction with the way his life is. Like but that makes it's sense. It's not though. because Marge. It's not because Marge did anything. Like, even in the Mindy episode, he goes home and, like, Bart's got stuff in his hair and Lisa's burning French fries and, like, the dog has stolen Grandpa's teeth. So it's, I don't know, I, don't, I find it interesting that it's not Marge specifically that drives him to that. It's something broader than that, like. No, but that, that makes sense, though. You know, it's not, like, a lust kind of thing because his wife hmm. is... I, well, we watch Marge. I know? didn't get a whole huge sense of infidelity off of Homer from that. Yeah, thing. I don't either. He, like, to be fair, it's something... It doesn't seem like he's going out of his way to go... For, like, he just had... He found Lurleen, had a song that really spoke to him for whatever... Like, questioning mm. how he feels at the time you can go back and forth on. But mm. he just found a song, spoke to him, he had to make it known to her, and then she was like, okay, cool. And then they just kind of back and forth, and he ended up being his manager, her manager. But, I, like, well, I Kev, didn't... Kev, there is one... I, 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 there, on that point, yeah. she does actually say this is the first time that someone's been nice to her without looking for something. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I think if Homer was going to try and do anything, he would have tried way sooner. Yeah, and I think even isn't there a point where she she tells him how she feels and he's like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, whoa, I'm married, you know, this is... Yeah. But it's, it's, it's I think, to be honest with you, compared to Mindy, Mindy seems like a pair... It's one of those things where, like, you, you know, his perfect match is not marriage. <laughs> it's Mindy. But he loves Marge, and he has a commitment to Marge. So that that's that's that. When we talk about that, when that comes, but with this, it's more just, you know, circumstance. I think she was just she just needed that connection, and then we see what happens to her later on when she's rejected. She goes into rehab and all that kind of stuff. So it kind of destroys her life, you know. It's like Doki Doki Literature Club, when <laughs> oh, you know, literally. Uh, we're gonna that. have a new panel. It's just gonna be everything is Doki. Everything is Doki. <laughs> Every time we do a, like an actual live event, that just Monica thing will pop up in between slides. Yeah, just Monica. Just Monica. No matter what the <laughs> reference. <laughs> but you know the thing is, I actually like I would have gone for Monica given the choice. Fair, fair. You yeah. know, she, she was. Yeah, the she can organize creative events. That's a rare trait. To be fair, you know, she didn't have to. If she just believed in herself more, she would have been fine. That was all. She didn't have to. She didn't have to be psycho and a crazy hacker. She's fine. You just gotta believe. You just gotta believe in yourself. You know, be confident. You're fine. I'm like, if you could write the game's code, why didn't you write yourself some goddamn dialogue options? <laughs> yeah, Come write on, yourself, Monica. Write yourself some personality. Like no, because she's not giving you choice. <laughs> um, Okay, one thing I did like, you know, to, to to go back, right? And I didn't talk about it because we kind of rushed over, and you know, we're doing a bit of time, so we'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll finish this out. Um, in the episode where um, 
Mr. Lisa goes to Washington, right? Mm. It's very season two, even season one, right? But it has some really good moments. I really enjoyed The Simpsons in Washington, D.C. This is their first real trip away, like mm. outside of Springfield. Yeah. Well, I know they went to Capital City and that, but this is like a real trip away, right? Yeah, to and a they, real place that exists. Exactly, yeah. And they didn't ham it up. You know, it was all kind of like, yeah, it's funny, but it's still used in the right way. Yeah. My question to the, to the to the team here is, guys, do you think this is the right way to use situational comedy, or do you prefer the more kind of outlandish stuff that happens when you go to Ireland or Australia or something like that? Oh God, don't get me started talking about Ireland. I think yeah, I think. Let's not go there. Okay, let's not go there. Don't <laughs> go there. Go there. Okay, Australia, Australia, for example. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, Kev, you go first. Yeah, well, Kev. I think it's a Washington's kind of particular because it relies so heavily on the jokes being about the American political system because it's capital. Mm. So mm-hmm. you can kind of like that's a very kind of specific case in that point. Right. I suppose I, I would prefer this sort of comedy for these sorts of situations than rather than relying on stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, what do you think, Brent? Yeah, you can't hear. Uh, it, you know. But yeah. it's kind of about fine. I suppose it'd be about it's finding. They're, that they're all color coded, and that's not a nice joke. Yeah, the joke is the place they go to is weird. In yeah. the Washington one, the joke is they go to somewhere that's normal, and the Simpsons are weird. Bark it out of the spirit of St. Louis. I think that's the <laughs> subtle different or Homer yelling at the IRS, like. But to be fair. Well, that, that's actually, I was about to say, like, Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington, it's not, it's probably one of my least favorite episodes, mm. but it has my favorite moment in that, you know, they drive past the IRS and Homer goes, boo! Oh, boo yourself! <laughs> oh, boo yourself. <laughs> or, to, be uh, fair, to, to be fair, though, Mr. Every Governor, guy... there's a little girl that's lost her faith in democracy. My God! Good Lord! <laughs> Can I just say, every time I pass the tax office, I boo the tax office. So. <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. They're on someone's watch list. Tax, tax set, taxation is theft, folks. <laughs> Taxation is tough. Oh, boo yourself there. Do what? You go back going, oh, boo yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, no, it's like I, I love the the whole point where like Lisa's. It's 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 one of the strongest character moments from Lisa. And while it's a no, mm. and not a great episode, she's not a shrill know it all in this. Like she actually is just. You know, she's trying. She's trying to win the contest. She writes a good essay, and her whole worldview is completely shattered. But the fact it's built yeah. back up and she gets, you know, your man starts singing the song at the end of it. It's, it's brilliant. You know, it's, it's a very um, feel good episode without. Yeah. And I think it, if know? that episode came out today, Lisa would have won the competition. I'm glad she didn't, but still got her little victory. Well, see, you know? that's, that's the message behind it is that you can do the right thing and be the better person. But it's, it's in the end, it's not going to make you popular. No. And that's the yeah. whole message behind it. It's like, you don't want to be the most popular. You don't want to be the person who wins. You want to be the person who calls out injustice. Exactly. Yes. But I know, and that's so, who Lisa is, really. Well, Keen, yeah. if they did this today and Lisa won the contest, you'd lose one of the really funny last last jokes of the whole episode where Homer says, give her the check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not saying that would be a better idea. I'm just saying, no, I like, know, the, I know. I'm just saying Simpsons like, has more edge early on. You know? Exactly. And that's my point. Like, that's a more realistic thing because that's what someone would actually show out. Mm. You know, it's like you know, compared to The Simpsons, where now actually Super Eyepatch Wolf made that made a similar critique of the joke um, much later on when Bart's bike is overrun 
by the, oh yeah the, it's like breaking it down into five it down pieces. into five yeah, pieces yeah. and then he does an example where homer is at an airport and is if, you know if he's called fat or something uh, and he runs over and he's like oh you know it's me or whatever compared to what would have the way it would have been written and it's like this is yeah exactly, could all fat people get on the plane that's exactly, me like you know exactly exactly and i think if like as you said if this is done today one the critique the criticism would be not as ubiquitous like everyone gets it here you know it, it, it goes mm. after the whole system rather than x y and z i think now it would be very much skewed one way and mm. it also wouldn't be as tight and it wouldn't have yeah like lisa would be a shrill she'd be complaining and everybody and it's just yeah you know not, nobody wants that in my opinion. Can, before we wrap, can we just say that the episode where Homer's brother come back is yes. excellent. They never play it on TV and it's held up it's, so well. It's one of those episodes that I forgot and when it came up at the end of this, I was like, I'm so glad I actually stuck it on and watched the whole rest of the season. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like you guys love this. You guys love Unky Herb, so Yeah. What do you guys think? It's the like, Burns annual award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. Exactly. It's just oh like it's just one of those like it's just one of those episodes that like I think it was the, I remember always seeing it before I'd ever seen the first Donkey Herb episode. So mm. like, who is this guy <laughs> that they all need to know? Why is Danny DeVito here? <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. oh, I, I think again, it's just like another I think that like in this in this season there's like not one bad story in the bunch and it's no. probably stronger stories to, to end up on. Mm. Where it's the whole thing of like basically Herb putting an incredible amount of genius towards making a baby translator and <laughs> along <laughs> and like him losing a monopoly is brilliant <laughs> yeah I'm and surprised. like I, uh, and I even I, sorry you go first sorry. there I was gonna say I can't believe that doesn't exist why does it not exist yet yeah, I know I no. would kill for that machine get, get on it Elon Musk come on <laughs> Chris so Doodles is yeah, pretty. That, does a pretty good graph of baby faces, but that's the closest I could find. Yeah, like, what that man named his child. He needs to. Do no, he has to do nothing with them anymore. He's done. He's out. Fair. Fair. Well, I, I know. I think Musk is, is kind of. He's kind of busy at the minute because isn't he doing a movie in space with Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> his girlfriend just had a baby, so I think he has a handful there as well. Anyway, but like now's the good time to do it. He has a baby. He has like full on. You know, he <laughs> figure it out. So yeah, I I, I, I I'm gonna say it now. We'll have a baby translator thanks to Elon Musk by the end, by the time his baby's too. Watch. If he doesn't shoot it into space. Yeah. If he doesn't shoot <laughs> or, or himself in space, which is probably more realistic as well at some point. Um, what, sorry, like Professor Frank with his baby in the plane at the expo? My wife is uh, going no, to No, actually, me. it's got, this episode has one of those bits, I, that's it, yeah. This episode is one of those bits I remembered vividly but didn't know where it was from, which is Homer getting obsessed with a little bird dunking in the water. Oh. <laughs> it's drinking the water it's a million dollar invention <laughs> and that comes back to help him when he's working from home yeah. that's, that's right, right. Yeah. yeah see that's continuity oh yeah like that's why I think I think your theory is correct guys everything here happened this mm. is not this is not wild everything here happened it all kind of makes sense in some kind of way only when we start getting much later on you know I and mean, we will touch on that but there's so much continuity here that it really lets credence that this is like year two of The Simpsons. And they have still not. Yeah, I mean, like oh, we said earlier, point, they make point. reference to Homer being safety inspector for two years. Mm. Yeah, and it's like Katie said, they have an age, but we do experience some birthdays. Like Lisa has a birthday. Yeah. 
But even mm. like even later on in the show, you know, when uh, there's there's an episode where uh, Grandpa says something about what happened. Homer bowled a perfect game, and Marge goes, "That was a year and a half ago." But yeah. they're all still the same age. Yeah, that's weird. But again, I think. Oh yeah, but it it happens in weirder ways as well, though. Like you know, they make jokes about the nineties as if they weren't around in the nineties, and yeah. like you know, Lisa was born in nineteen eighty three, and then obviously they kind of like. I mean, I don't know. I wish they'd just make a decision on whether time doesn't exist or does, but I don't like that inconsistency later on. Like, Well, that's why, that's why I'm saying I just want to follow this down until we get to the coma. Because that's Darn where... Right. down the rabbit hole now, yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I already have this. This is in my notes, so it's going to be brought up. Uh, like, Let it be I, said, Dara has notes. I have notes. Dar- Dara's got plans. <laughs> <laughs> we will uncover this conspiracy, I promise. Um, yeah, guys. But overall thoughts. What what uh, what would you give the season out of ten? Um, is it is it high up there or? Oh, like a solid eight at least. Like okay. it's great. This it, yeah. it this is when it's re- This is when it really started hitting its stride. I'd agree. I'd only, I'd give it a nine only that I know there are better series to come. And that's the yeah. best compliment you can give. Yeah. Right. Brent. So yeah, I say an eight is fair. Eight, eight and a half, maybe, if I'm feeling generous. Okay. Uh, it's because there is that, there is more to come here. Right. Oh God, I'm really nervous. If we're starting a Simpsons rating, I'm really nervous where like season 15 is going to be on that. Well, I think we're only on to 12. Yeah, we'll oh, see. Oh my God. We'll we're see. Not because... doing thir- this is not going to be a two year long podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. If lockdown lasts, like, I mean, who knows? <laughs> if lockdown lasts two years, Jesus. I still, think I, I still think I need to talk about other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, the whole, all of my, like, all of our lives will just become the Simpsons and there will be nothing we'll slowly else. slowly turn <laughs> yellow lose a finger <laughs> exactly. Exactly. yeah like we'll see where this goes you know and, and you know we still have to I, I'm still pushing for sleepaway camp guys as a watch along yeah uh, oh yeah, yeah <laughs> sleepaway camp is just I think needs to be done yeah um, I mean we can always take a break in the middle if it gets to be too much every week and... yeah we'll, 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 we'll see you know like as I said this is this is something that is a nice handy kind of thing for us to be, while literally there's nothing else going on because everything is just stopped so this yeah. is the perfect time for us to do this. Um, but yeah, going to season 15, that's okay. That's not torture. 15 to 20, now there you go. That's torture. And then there's, there's 30 seasons. So like, are we yeah. really going to do 30? We're going to start sw- swamping through the muck of 20 to 30. Yeah, I, I think I this should I be like our slow we that, we'd have to do. If we were to do that, I think we'd have to like watch those 10 seasons, not do every week, come back about it like a month or two later and just be like, here's yeah. what this 10 season block was like. Yeah. No, yeah. Not good. That's a good idea. Not good. That's the truth of it. But uh, Katie, what would your rate be beaten for this? Yeah, I would. I would probably agree with the guys and say somewhere around the the eight, eight and a half, nine. Because it, while it feels like it's starting to be The Simpsons, it's still not quite there yet. Right. Yeah, and I, there's, I would agree. There's a lot better that's that's going to happen down the line. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think I think eight and a, eight and a half is probably like the fairest rating to give this. There, who wants to get in there? Sorry. Right, so one thing I'd also add on to this is that like even just trying to whittle it down to like a top five, it's starting to get to the point where it's like taking on the jazz excuse of going, what, ca- what really matters is the ones that aren't actually in the list now. Yeah. Cause mm. I mean, when I was doing the, when I, like it was, I found like doing season two was a struggle. This was yeah. legitimately difficult. Even just getting it to a top 10 was hard. And yeah. then I had to go, these are the ones that really are my favorites. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, it's becoming like less definitive and a lot more subjective over what well, makes the top five and what doesn't. 
I think when it comes to The Simpsons as well, it's it's harder to do, say, top five or top ten episodes. It's it's more because it's more moments. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, moments, it's like yeah. this is this is a great episode, but then this episode had some really good moments, but so did this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. You know, so like, it's it's more like down this to what one this one joke in this one episode that was a weak episode is better than any joke in the season. Like for yeah. example, like Radio Bart, for example, that isn't like one of my favorite episodes, but it has my favorite Homer background ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. And it's just like it's just there, like you know. So Katie, you're spot on. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I would say it'd be unfair for us to say. To go, uh, that's why you didn't ask. What's your favorite episode in this? Because that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to become more impossible until it doesn't. <laughs> and then you're like, which one is good? You know, until it's like a season with one good episode, and we all agree unanimously. And we all agree. Exactly. <laughs> one. Exactly. No, I think so, this one though, Crystal. Like, I could definitely point to Homer at Bat. Like, that's that's a personal on mine. I love that episode. Yeah. And it's just the way, like, it's even from a writing perspective, they managed to give all eight of these celebrities that I know nothing to do with a character arc of sorts within yeah. the last 10 minutes. That's yeah. excellent. Like, I love and the guy falling through the center of the earth and the brain tonic and the guy like from... Ma- and the sideburns. The sideburns. 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 Yeah, cooking like a chicken. <laughs> Just, sorry, Mr. Burns. I don't Palmerston. think... Palmerston. It's the elders. <laughs> Lord Palmerston. <laughs> and he hits Mo as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then just the musical piece at the end just oh, to really cherry on top that I yeah. can't, I have not gotten out of my head for 20 years Daryl Daryl Main to San Diego talking softball uh, It's so good It's so King good. Griffey with his grotesquely swollen jaw <laughs> and is running with the law I'm talking, talking Homer, Homer. Ozzy <laughs> Also, I think, believe it or not, that, uh, well, it is. I just looked it up there. It's the highest rated of the season as well. At, eight, ah, at 8.7 okay. in review. So, uh, Yeah, Smithers like, going recruiting them is just gold. So good. It's a pay cut, Again, but okay. Like that, that, <laughs> set, that part where Key mentioned earlier, where, where, where Mr. Burns pulls out the, the hundred-year-old baseball thing. <laughs> we'll have all these all-stars. Like, like, most of them are dead, one of which has been dead for a hundred years. I would appreciate it. It would have been my uh, virtual background for this week, and it would have been Homer in super slow-mo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See, we oh were all... god when he starts scratching himself and Marge is like tell me when he's going to look away he's like we'll tell you <laughs> we'll, tell, we'll tell you dad uh, it's like uh, let me borrow her one leg <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love the whole build up to the wonder bat and then it instantly just gets destroyed and he's like oh no <laughs> it's instantly, it, it survives until Daryl Strawberry turns up I think yeah it does and he, he pitches and it goes right through and it's Daryl yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daryl <laughs> It's like it's it's okay, mom. It's a professional athlete. This goes right off. Just and just starts crying. And just no, Millhouse recruiting all of them for the little league game. <laughs> I'll take Ralph. I'll take, I'll take Ken Griffey Jr. You got yourself a player. <laughs> Brilliant. It's just every single. But I, I find it funny about how like last. I think it was last season where. Dancing Homer, very baseball heavy episode. I mm. didn't like it because it was a lot of baseball humor. Mm. The next season, it's another baseball episode. It's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, <laughs> well, see, yeah. The thing, like, or, or, I say, sharpened. But on that point, right? We all probably loved that as kid as kids, right? And we had no, as you said, you know, we had no idea who these people were, but we all loved it because it was a great episode. Like, mm. Again, I didn't even know they were real people as a child. Mm. 
until I asked my dad and he goes, yeah, they're real people. I'm like, oh, fair enough. Uh, and then I just never thought about it, you know, until I watched it again. But that's that kind of thing, you know. Um, I would say this is probably the best use of guest stars in The Simpsons. I would agree, yeah. yeah. I think either this way or, like with Uncle Herb, give them an actual yeah, character. character. Those are those yeah. are the two best ways. Like, and it's, it's not them being there for the sake of being there. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, Kent look at this celebrity we got. Yeah, yeah. So yeah you've got you've got the, the baseball players or you've got Sideshow Bob. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like, sorry, see, Bob. Jesus, well, see, yeah, well, see, of course. I would, yeah. I, see what I mean is, I, I'll clarify a bit. I wouldn't count uh, Kelsey Grammer as a as a guest star. He's such a Bob. Yeah, right. Yeah. What I mean is, like, people coming in and they're just themselves. But yeah, they're just, like I, I suppose the the monorail one is probably the second best way where Leonard Nimoy shows up and it's like actually, uh, it's just because it's Nimoy. <laughs> yeah, it, look, we're getting into a bit. Of, but I would say as a rule. Yeah, but I think you've you've hit on the nail of the head there. It's like it shouldn't be the celebrity is there as the joke, and then everyone loves the celebrity. Like with Leonard Nimoy, he specifically you make the know who he is. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Where do you want little rascals? <laughs> I don't want to swap seats. <laughs> but I mean, even with like when they bring Barry White into the show, there's a reason. Yeah, you know, he's not I mean, just they, there. Yeah, he's not yeah. just there. It's like he—he's—he is the 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 whole plot point of getting the snakes into the house because yeah. he's got a really bassy voice. You know, it's yeah. not just like, oh look, it's Barry White. Everybody yeah. say hi or whatever. Again, the worst example is you can see where Lady Gaga shows up, and it's literally just Lady Gaga. That's the that's the one that I'm always point. referencing, and yeah. I I I hate having to actually say like the Lady Gaga one because I like I genuinely I love Lady Gaga. I think oh she's yeah great. For, yeah she is but yeah but she's literally in that episode to be in that ep- to be like hi I'm Lady Gaga everybody look at me. Yeah. But there's even a worse example of it again. At least she's there in it when. Um, Blink-182 show up it's literally yeah. oh look it's Blink-182 and they don't even look like Blink-182 <laughs> yeah. like like Travis doesn't even look like it's some random dude and it's like this is even oh. worse like, I remember yeah. Tony Hawk I, mean, I, I Tony remember Hawk, being yeah. so bummed out because I remember hearing that, but I think it was before it released that Metallica was going to be in an episode I was like oh awesome that's so cool yeah. <laughs> they show up and they play show Master up Puppets they're in a it. truck that's I'm still it. wondering because I remember hearing years ago that they were going to do an episode with Fallout Boy, you know, just because of the the, the mm, ties the to the Simpsons. I don't know if they if they ever did it. I can't say for a fact if they did or not because I haven't watched any of the newer episodes. But I'm wondering how that would have played out. Probably the same way. Yeah, Fallout well, Boy is maybe, great. Maybe they would have could it could they have done like a Radioactive Man thing or uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe he's singing the song for the Radioactive Man movie, that kind of thing. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He did for the Ghostbusters movie. Somewhere it's in the twenty to thirty swamp, and we're not digging. (laughs) (laughs) I think I know. I know it's jumping ahead, but the Hullapalooza is also a very good use of celebrities, like because they all feel like characters. And we will get you know. You can laugh at Cypress Hill and not know who they are, like you know. And we will get there, but like I think Homer and Homer at bat is our kind of. Standard bearer. Our lock in of the week. It's shooing of the week. Yeah, ho- Homer at the bat is going to be kind of the control for when they bring in celebrities <laughs> from now on. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah. that. That's, that's perfect for me. But guys, mm. we have done half an hour of overtime. So, well, I think this is the longest show that we've done. Goodness. In, in this network. So, fair play. Stevie said it'd be two hours. I'm like, oh, no, no, it'll be a short one tonight. And here we are. Here we are. It's never question Stevie. Never, <laughs> no. never, ever. To be fair, yeah. any time Stevie. See, it's, gives... like, it's like I'm Bart. I have to learn my lesson every week. Keen, anytime she gives you like a time, 
she's usually bang on. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've stopped betting with her because she always wins. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But guys, <laughs> before we wrap up, um, this has been a lot of fun. Um, this was a really good topic. I really enjoyed this. And um, mm. what are we plugging? There's a lot. There's you know, we're going to get. We're going to actually be plugging things. So <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the game corner with me and Casey that'll be coming out uh, either late this week or early next week, depending on when. Uh, Keith Burns Ars is ready uh, and we're looking forward to that going out I've also got a new uh, Nerding with Children article on Geek Ireland coming out this week uh, I'm going to revive those because they're good crack while we're looking for things to do this one's going to be around theme songs she dances to <gasps> brilliant Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, little tip, she loves Led Zeppelin from the Thor Ragnarok I know that make you angry Dara it doesn't, no hold on Hold on. Tom can never make anyone angry. Yeah, look, and you know, there was Star Wars news and I didn't talk about it because that'd be the only thing I talk about. So we might talk That's about That's true. Oh, I see. I was wondering why you didn't bring that up. Uh, off the air, I want to ask you how you thought of the Clone Wars finale. Oh, but, sure, uh, sure. Casey, any news to plug? Uh, just the normal stuff. Uh, Instagram at mannequin underscore blue. And I'm also in the process of working on my own show. Um, which I literally just came up with the idea of today. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, yay, let's do all the things. But it'll probably be a while because, you know, I need to do like 13 pages of, of prep. And <laughs> I need to get pictures of Spider-Man. I need pictures of Spider-Man. That's yeah, the but main it's, thing. It's, um, so I'm, I'm thinking of doing something t- more to do with um, like artists and performers and just highlight the cool stuff that they're doing. So if you guys know any artists or performers or you want to be on it yourself, you know, that'd be great. We'll do it. We'll do it. It's probably going to be a short one. It'll probably be like a half hour one, like mm. the gaming one. Nerdtoknowmedia.com if you want to um, get in contact for that. Or Twitter or Instagram or anything that reach out because, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like anyone, I think that's a great idea. Anyone who wants to get involved and plug their stuff, um, yeah, get in touch with Katie. She's mm-hmm. she's uh, the person for it. Uh, Kevin, is there anything you want to plug, sir? Uh, not quite yet. As Kian mentioned earlier, there's something, something, something anime related in the works whenever I get the motivation for it. <laughs> uh, but right now, I'm on Twitter at KevTalica94. Cool. <laughs> I've um, been just, like, it's, it's been exclusively Tifa x Aerith fan art because that's my ship at Century. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm going there now. Oh dear, oh dear. On Twitter or Instagram? On Twitter. <laughs> Thank you. Bryn? Um, yeah, so I also have a show that's going to be uh, dropping at some point in the next I want to say two weeks. I'm going to be recording a pilot pretty soon for it. Um, it's going to be basically like a technology news digest. Uh, the name of it's going to be Tech Takeover. Uh, Ooh. I like it. Out sooner rather than later I hope if I get time to record. Um, yeah, but in the meantime you can follow me on Twitter when I rarely tweet at uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All right, and guys, you know, go over to nerdsnowmedia.com. Uh, it's completely redone. I keep fiddling with it and redesigning it, so it's constantly updating. But um, when the schedule kind of gets sorted out, their schedule will be there, and you'll be able to get everything. But best place to reach is nerdsnowmedia at, at, uh, at gmail.com and Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. And, guys, um, I will talk to you next week. And the guys here will talk to you in their own shows um, when they come out. So until next week, guys, bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.